Hello and welcome, family. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Today, beloved, what we're talking about today is, did he change his mind? Did he change his mind? Did our Savior ever change his mind about anything? Have you read anywhere in the Word where Yahusha, known as Jesus to most, said something and later changed his mind about it? Hmm? No, you haven't. And I haven't either. Today, I'm going to be killing a sacred cow, so to speak. And I hope I can do this accurately, speaking in truth and being pleasing to my awesome Father Yah and my precious Savior Yahusha, whom I love and respect tremendously. Let's start with prayer and then go into scripture first. Heavenly Father, awesome Father, Awesome, beloved Father Yah, thank you for another day. Thank you for another good rising, another day we rose. All of those that are listening, they rose. I rose, I'm speaking thanks to you. As I always say, it's nothing we deserved or earned. It's your favor, your precious gift that they translated it as your grace. It's your mercy and your goodness. Good, merciful, faithful Father and beloved Savior who's just like his Father. You are just like your daddy, Yahusha. The apple don't fall far from the tree. Please help me by the power of your Spirit to speak the truth today, to teach the truth in love, be pleasing to you. I don't want to say or teach anything that's not right. You know that. And I know we human beings, we make mistakes. But I'm checking right now, and I've checked before, if there's anything that I'm going to say or that I say wrong, please check me, because you have done it before, so you'll do it again. Check me, and I will stop, repent, and start again, whatever I have to do. And I pray that this will help someone, that this, I felt this is important. This little message that I'm about to give is important for our help, our strength, and our walk here on earth. So Baba, Abba, Ya'ab, Heavenly Father, precious redeemers, Savior, I lay this at your feet. And I say, I'm giving it to you. Use this message for your, for your pleasure, for your good name, for, he, for your righteousness, for your praise. I want to speak and do things that will help people love you more, come to you more, and not doubt and have, and realize the power and authority 
that they have that you gave us. You did not leave us helpless orphans. You did not leave us starving, helpless widows either. You left us powerful. As a matter of fact, you didn't really leave us. <laughs> you just sent another part of you to live in us, your spirit. Yaru Kadash, Kadush. Your set apart spirit that they call the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Your word says we don't even need a teacher because we have a teacher inside of us. Anything that we question, we need to come to you, to the Spirit, and say, Is this correct? So, Father, I pray for my mind to be focused on you and on giving this message properly. And I pray for the hearts of those listening, the beloved chosen few, that their hearts are open to listen. This is a place to give food for thought, something more to think about, something you may not, you more than likely will not hear in church, or at least most churches you won't hear about it. And I just want to thank you, Baba. Heavenly Father, Yahuwah, you who's known to most as the Lord, our Jehovah, our God, you are Yah. That's why we say hallelujah. Thank you for the privilege and the honor that you've given me. With this podcast, A Hope Kingdom Ministry. Thank you. In the name of salvation, in the name above all names, which is Yah. And salvation is Yahusha, the only begotten son of Yahuwah, he who's known to most as Jesus, our Messiah. So be it, so be it, so be it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yah. Thank you, Yah. Thank you. Are you ready, beloved family? Okay, let's start with scripture. Before I, I'm going to read the scripture and you will know what I'm talking about. We'll get to it, okay? Matthew 10, 1. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. I feel like I'm going to read that again. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Okay. Now we see they were giving they were given power over unclean spirits, demons, and authority to heal all sickness and disease. So we just read that, right? Okay. They had the power and authority over demons and all sickness and diseases. Okay, let's go ahead, 16 chapters, and read what it says there. We'll go to Matthew, which is Matit Yahu, 17, 14, 21. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him, and saying, Master, 
Bible says, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they cannot cure him. Then Yahusha, Bible says Jesus, answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Yahusha, written Jesus, rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Yahusha, Jesus, privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? And so Yahusha, known as Jesus, said to them, Because of your unbelief, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. And nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So, beloved, did he change his mind and take back the authority and power he gave them in Matthew 1? Where, let's read that again, Matthew 1. And when he, Matthew 10, verse 1. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits. He didn't say some. He said over unclean spirits. That means all of them. To cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. No, he didn't take it back. And for the record, when he it should be it should read like this. However, this kind of unbelief, this kind of doubt, does not go out except by prayer and fasting. I know I've said this before in other places, but you know, you don't hear it one time and get it. And I hope you can really get it this time. Okay, now, well, in Matthew, I'll read Matthew 10, 1 again. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over, I'll say it this way, all unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Well, he would have had to, have changed his mind and took that power and authority back if he was implying this kind of demon only comes out by fasting and prayer. Beloved, it was their unbelief. The subject was their unbelief. The demon was not the subject. The subject was their unbelief. He was not talking about a demon. Now, some Bibles translate, translate it as because of your little faith. That's why you couldn't do it. But that's, that's wrong because the next couple of sentences that finish that very same verse says, For assuredly, 
I say to you, if you have faith as a tiny mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Now, you see how they mistranslated that? How could they say, because of your little faith, with the next, with the second half of the verse, saying, you don't need big faith, you just need tiny, the tiniest seed ever. It's like a tiny seed of, a tiny grain of sand. I know, I know we've been taught. He's talking about this demon. You got to fast and pray. I have so many say that. And that's what they teach, this kind of demon. I mean, really intelligent, um, anointed pastors are teaching and preaching this very same thing. And I would say, Father, who am I? You know, I mean, I'm just a, you know, I, I'm, I'm no one special. These, these people, they have master's degrees. And I mean, and they've been preaching and teaching for a very long time you know who, who am I you know I mean but they they believe they they believe in things I don't I mean they that you taught me I mean they still celebrate Easter they celebrate Christmas they they preach that we're gonna fly away in the rapture and they teach this that this certain demon kind of demons only come out by fasting and prayer and I know I prayed, teach me your truth by your, I used to say your Holy Spirit, now I say your set apart spirit. But I just have to trust, you know, respective persons. You will give to the person, if you know, if we want the truth, and we, we seek the truth, and we really mean it, and we're available, you're willing, and you're able to give it to us. I really, really hope chosen few that you get this you know there is no demon in hell on this earth in the second anywhere in anywhere that can resist and overpower a true believer one that knows the word and believes what he's saying and cast him out in the name of the beloved savior whether you saying in the name of yahusha or whether you saying in the name of jesus I know, he, I know he honors the name of Jesus, and I know he honors the name of Yahusha, because Jesus was the only name we had. So I choose to call him by Yahusha when I prayed and asked the Father, what do you want me to call you? They got so many, they had Yahweh Shai, Yahweh da 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 and he said Yahusha. So that's what I did. So Yahusha, Yahusha. I'm going into talking to you and talking to the Father. It's just once you get this, when we when we really get this, we won't be afraid of demons. Oh, I did I, I I didn't fast. Did he tell the disciples, "Oh, you got to fast before you go in here." Now wait a minute. Now this demon is strong. You got to fast. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. We must and should live a fasted life. We should live have a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Some things can't be done without fasting. And that some kind this kind of unbelief can only come out through fasting. Because when we fast, we humble ourselves before him and you know, we we're denying everything ourselves on for him, coming closer to him. It doesn't make him come close to us. It makes us come closer to him because that's the only way we can really do it. I know me. I can't just 
fast and not eat food for days on days and, and not go be with him? And I sure, now, or just to lose weight? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. If I'm not doing it for him, I absolutely can't do it. And you know, beloved, I, for, I had tried for weeks one time, not just not long ago, to go on a fast, to fast, and I could not do it. I, I wanted to fast 21 days, and I fasted 21 days many times. I fasted 40 days, you know, more than several times, and 14, so on. But I couldn't even do it one day. You know, people, you know, it's, it's not easy. And if your mind is not set on it, you don't have your mind focused, you don't have your mind prepared for that, you cannot do it. Because it's, it's not something we want to do. You know, and the body will, will make you want, try to make you suffer because we are addicted to food and we are addicted to drink. We are addicted. And a lot of things we feel when we're not eating, it's not hunger pains, it's, it's, um, what do you call it? When you, it's like when you have, um, when you have, we take a drug and you're, you're, you're desiring that drug. I can't, I can't think of the word now. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> Craving from, for the drug. Food. And our stomachs, I've said before, is a master. It tells us when to eat, what to eat. It tells us when we're hungry, when we're not. But when we deny that stomach and we humble ourselves and take authority over the stomach, we bring that stomach into submission to our Father. We make that master a servant unto the Father. So, <laughs> getting back... I'm not saying that we shouldn't fast, but you don't, you go, like, they call you and you want deliverance and you, oh, wait, I didn't fast yet. I got to wait. Let me fast first. No. You just need to believe what you're saying. You know, you know, we don't, we only get what we believe. We don't get what we deserve. Like, we don't get what we've earned. We get what we believe. And if you don't believe what you're saying, you don't get your butt whooped by that demon. And they know when you believe what, what you're saying. They know. Just like the Father knows. But when you are living a fasted life, when you, you know, you fast throughout your life, you don't have to worry about that anyway. But I just want to kill this, so, so to speak, sacred cow that where they say this kind of certain kind of demons only come out through fasting and praying. No, this kind of unbelief, that unbelief, this kind of doubt comes out. And this kind of, to get this kind of great faith, you can only get, achieve through fasting and prayer. Some things can't be done without fasting without fasting and prayer. Prayer is powerful, but fasting and prayer is super powerful. Okay? So I know I've gone on about fasting, but did did you get it? The thing is, did he change his mind and take back the authority that he and power he gave them over the demons and unclean spirits? No, he did not. So why... Did the dis why couldn't the disciples cast him out? They had the authority and the power 
because they went by what they saw. This, you know, epileptic, epileptic, <laughs> you know, so he was falling on the floor, but then he foaming at the mouth, shaking and shaking, and, you know, I mean, that's a scary thing. That's a real scary thing. And if you go in the flesh, you will be terrified. And you will, will, will doubt if you go by what you see and doubting what you're doing. Evidently, they doubted themselves because they had the power and the authority. Now, you see that? You can have the power and the authority, the power and the authority, but your doubt, if you doubt, if you don't believe, it'll trump your power and authority. It won't happen. That's why Scripture says the only way to please the Father is by faith. And faith, really, they translated it faith, but it's really belief. Okay? He did not take it back. It was the disciples' doubt, their unbelief at that moment, because they evidently were focusing on what they saw and doubted themselves. It only, you can only, it only takes a, a second of doubt and, you know, going by what you see. They became cornal. They went by what they were seeing and hearing and not by what they knew. Remembering what what was done. You, you know, I mean, they did that in other places too. When, you know, when he fed the multitudes twice, but they, he fed the multitude and then again, they asked him, they, they doubted him, how are we going to feed all these people? We don't have this, we don't have this money or different things. They, they just didn't get it. They didn't really get it until he was gone. Until he died, resurrected, and came back into the, and talked to them. They didn't even believe when the women came and told them, that he was alive. So don't feel bad if you didn't get it before. So did, I don't. The disciples didn't either. But let's get it now. You don't have to be afraid of him. Demon, you just have to believe that you have the authority and the power. When he said, Beloved, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all powers of the enemy and they can by no means hurt you. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's Matthew 19. Don't quote me. Uh, If you don't believe that, you won't do it. But if you do, they'll test you. I've had demons tell me and and other people, you don't have no power. You can't cast me out. I said, shut up. I got all authority of you. It is written. Beloved, I give unto you power. I did just like the Savior. I could, it is written, and they had to shut up. But it was trying to put doubt in me. That demon was trying to put doubt in me. Saying, I'll do this to you, I'll do that to you. You don't have no power. Well, I say, I hear you talking, but I don't see you walking. <laughs> I know that I can't doubt. No, I can't let any doubt in. I have, matter of fact, I get real rough. I get real rough and tough until I, I, those to the demons, you know, and uh, have to, have to, anyway, that's not to say, all right, beloved, I hope you really got this, 
know that and you've learned that your unbelief can nullify and deny your faith. You only need faith the size of a tiny mustard seed. But if your doubt is the size of a grape, your doubt's going to win. It's the biggest. Yeah. Oh, and beloved family, I want to apologize for last um, week. I I listened to that message, and oh, I do not like it. I, I don't like the way I sound it. I just, I mean... You know, sometimes when you think you can't do something and you try to do it anyway, <laughs> you should listen to your thought. So, um, I'm even thinking about deleting it, you know. I don't want to turn anybody off of it, but I'll pray about it first. You know, or, or do I keep it to remind myself of if it's something you can't do, go out, don't go out in your own. I, I was in my, I was on my own, you know what I mean? I was, I was not in the arms of the Father. I was out there, <laughs> out there by myself. I mean, that's the way I feel to me when I listen to it. I can't even stand to listen to my voice on that, uh, you know. And, and the reason I listened to it because I knew how I was feeling. And sometimes, you know, and you know, I don't know. Well, I don't want to talk too much about it. Maybe I shouldn't have even apologized. Maybe I shouldn't even make... It looks like this excuse. I just felt like I owed you all an apology. Okay? Anyway, enough said. I hope we've given you food for thought and something more to think about and to know. So until we meet again, beloved... Yeah, willing, of course, and I live to do so. Shalom. Shalom. Peace be with you.